This week on Things That Matter, I sit down with one of my favorite people on this planet and basically somebody that I just want to be when I grow up, my little brother, Gavin. Today we talk all about what it means to have a lion's mentality and how to improve your self-discipline so that you can reach your goals. So sit back and get ready to be uplifted. It's Gavin Patterson. I'm Shayla, and you have reached a bonus segment of the Vinyl Podcast. Welcome to Things That Matter. Hello, hello, people that matter. Welcome to another episode of Things That Matter. Today, I am so pumped for this podcast, so pumped for this episode, because I get to share with you guys a person who literally means so, so much to me. And I'm so grateful that he has accepted to be on this podcast. My little brother, Gavin. Gav, what's up? Thank you for joining me today. Hey, yeah, no problem. Big sis. Freaking, I love you too. Aww, I'm super happy to be on the podcast. You. It's a pleasure. Disclaimer though, Gavin, when I first told him I was doing a podcast, he was like, do people even listen to podcasts? And I was like, bro. <laughs> yes, they do. Now I, I listen to her podcast now too. So you d- shut up you do yeah i've listened to a few of them i'm amazed and bless your soul so here's the deal it's kind of funny to think about your relationship with your siblings especially as the oldest so i'm the oldest gavin is the second oldest and i was literally just thinking about this like two seconds ago gav i was like i have literally known about gavin and known gavin every single day of his life that's kind of weird <laughs> but when you think of it that way That's exactly why I wanted to have you on to talk about what we're going to talk about today. And it's because I've seen you and how you are and how you act and, you know, what you do in your life. I see how you are. Um, And it inspires me so freaking much. And so today we are going to talk about self-discipline or just discipline. And Gavin is literally the most disciplined person that I know. Seriously, I... When I sat down and I was brainstorming ideas to talk about for things that matter, literally one of the ones that came to my head first was discipline. And I said, I have to have Gavin on. I have to see if he wants to talk about this. So Gavin, let's talk a little bit about discipline. All right, let's do it. Tell me where you are right now and what you're doing this summer. So I made the trip down to Fort Worth, Texas, right here next to Dallas. Um, And I'm doing door-to-door sales. I told my family, I told some close friends that I was going to come down here to do this. And a lot of people gave me some shade. They're like, <laughs> oh, you're going to be one of those sales bros, huh? A sales bro. And, yeah. And <laughs> I know a lot of people were, a lot of people were skeptical about it. And I mean, obviously it's a risk, but I mean, you know what they say with, with high risk comes high reward. So oh that's gosh. what I'm doing for this summer. I'm doing it. doing door-to-door sales in Texas in the 97 degree heat all day, every day. Woo-hoo. Just had a guy today. He told me, he's like, yeah, you guys better be ready. It's going to get up to 113 next week. And you were like, I better shave my beard. Since Heck everybody's no. listening, my brother right now, he's grown out his hair a little bit and he's got the coolest beard. So if anything, you should listen to this podcast in support of his beard. <laughs> Hashtag support the beard. Um, okay. So summer sales is not something obviously that is for the faint of heart. Tell me about how you've incorporated 
discipline and how you are into your summer job? The biggest thing that I can say and probably the most important thing that I've been doing since I've been out here is having a morning routine. I mean, obviously it's the most important thing you can do is start your day out right. Doesn't doesn't matter what time you wake up, what you do. Um, I think just as long as you have a routine, something that you stick to, something that you're consistent with, um, just so that you have at least that to fall back on. Because every single day when you're out grinding on the doors and you're just getting rejected and all day, every single day, and you're just waiting for that one person to actually sit and listen to you for a couple minutes, um, it can get pretty discouraging. So I would say having a morning routine really helps me a lot stay focused. It helps me stay disciplined. And when you can stay disciplined and have a morning routine, it shows a lot of respect towards yourself, how much you can actually respect yourself to stick to something and do something consistently. It's not like you have to go above and beyond what you're doing. I've heard people say, all you have to do is show up. As long as you show up, then you're being consistent in something and good things are going to happen from that. So break down. Now, Gavin, you guys has been so successful with this ever since literally sixth grade. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to drop some, we're going to air out some of Gavin's dirty laundry here. No, it's not dirty laundry, but I just want to tell you about my brother. So ever since I can remember when he was in like elementary school, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, this kid wanted a weight set for Christmas. And he was down there grinding literally every single night in his room and in the little basement workout place that we set up, lifting weights and like working his tail off. Cause I can't say the A word on this podcast, right? <laughs> working his tail off and just, it pays off so much. And so Gavin has always been so disciplined and he uses routine very well. So Gavin, tell us a little bit about not only your morning routine, maybe for summer sales, but other morning routines or just routines in general that you've had in the past that's helped you stay disciplined. Like I said before, just the consistency of doing something is what matters. I guess I'll, I'll kind of break down the morning routine that I have right now. It obviously wasn't perfect when I got out here because I knew it was new, it was new environment, new people, new job, just so many new things. I didn't really know where to start. So I wasn't super consistent at the beginning, but I've gotten a lot better now these past few weeks. But what I what I do in the morning that helps me stay focused um, throughout the day and it just helps me stay mentally sane. Actually, I, I wake up and a lot of people might think this is kind of weird, but I mean, everybody who's been out here, all the successful salesmen who are out here working for Vivint, they all have the same stories they all pretty much have the same morning routine. And you know what they say, if you want to be a millionaire, surround yourself with five millionaires, become best friends with five millionaires, and you're going to be the sixth, you know? So what I do, what I do in the morning is it's no magic trick or anything. I wake up in the morning and I go into the bathroom and I look myself in the mirror and I tell myself, I am a badass. I am motivated. I am powerful. I can do hard things and I'm diligent. And I might repeat that a couple times and stuff, and it might sound kind of weird, but I'm literally looking myself in the mirror and telling myself that I'm these things. Then I'll go work out for, for an hour to an hour and a half at the gym. I'll come back home. And I mean, I have the luxury of being right next to a pool where I live. So 
I'll come out here in the morning and then I'll sit in the pool and I'll meditate for maybe five to 10 minutes. Just kind of relax, focus on myself, focus on my breathing, focus on my mindset and I'll do some reflecting and stuff. And then after that, I'll make myself breakfast. Then I'll do some reading. And then our meetings start up at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then once our meetings start at 10, we have our meetings. And then we work for the rest of the day until nine o'clock at night. So you mentioned a couple things in this whole and kind of a few things. And I want to talk about that. One of the first things that you said was you weren't perfect. And I want to talk about that and how important that is to being disciplined. Because let's be real, nobody is going to be able to give 100% all of the time. So what ways do you, you know, hand in hand with that? Because you can't give 100% all the time, right? It's important to give as much as you can, as often as you can. Gavin is a great wrestler, okay? He works super hard. He always has ever since high school, like on the grind. So some days, like if he had a test or, you know, as an athlete, you can't always give physically 100% all the time, but there's days that you show up and you give as much as you can, as often as you can in practice, in whatever, like whatever other situation you might be in. So how has that helped you stay disciplined? Lions mentality. That's what I can say. Have a lion's mentality. I love listening to this motivational speak by the famous linebacker for the for the Ravens, for the Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis. He's talking to some kids at a camp and he's talking about the king of the jungle. And the king of the jungle, the lion, it's not the biggest animal in the jungle. The elephant's the biggest animal in the jungle. But when the lion looks at an elephant, it thinks lunch. And when an elephant looks at a lion, it thinks run. Now, the lion's not the fastest either. The cheetah's the fastest, right? And the lion's not the smartest animal in the jungle either. So the lion's not the biggest or the fastest or the smartest. What he has, he's, he's got a mindset. He knows that he's the king of the jungle. And I think that's what a lot of it is, is just having the mindset. The mindset that you're going to show up with the lion's mentality, it's the lion has fearless courage. Like he's not afraid of anything. He's not afraid to fail. He's not afraid to show up and work his tail off. And he's going to do whatever it takes to succeed. The next thing a lion is is certainty. The lion is certain in himself. He's certain in his abilities. He's certain that he's the king of the jungle that he's the hardest animal in the jungle that no matter what he's always going to be the king of the jungle because he's certain in his mind the next thing the lion's got freedom the lion has freedom because well obviously because of his mindset no other animal tells the lion what to do if you have that mindset you don't care what anybody else thinks about you you're not trapped by what people have to say about you you're not trapped by the haters and the critics and all that stuff you believe in yourself and you have that freedom the next thing a lion's protective so a lion protects his pack he protects his goals like when you have a goal you protect it with your life if a lion if 
if he's fighting something, he's going to protect his mindset and he's going to fight until he dies. And the last thing's competence. And I think competence is, is probably the biggest one for this question um, as far as showing up and giving what I need to give, giving as much as I can give as often as I can. Think of a lion. Research shows that lions sleep for 16 to 20 hours of the day. So that only gives them eight, four to eight hours to actually wake up, go hunt, and take care of themselves and take care of their family and their pack and everything. A lion gets up and he knows what he has to get done and he does it. He doesn't sit around looking on his phone. He doesn't sit around thinking. He doesn't sit around feeling sorry for himself. He knows what he has to do. He gets up and he gets it done because he's competent and he knows what he needs to do. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. If you can show up and give what you have as often as you can, you've got to realize what your goals are and you've got to realize what it takes to get those goals. And you can't let anything take away from that from you. Just have that lion's mentality. That is seriously so cool. And you said that was Ray Lewis who talks about that? Ray Lewis, I mean, there's a lot of different guys. Ray Lewis, Eric Thomas, a lot of those guys, so credit to them and everything. Um, but the lion's mentality. That is so cool. So you talk about, you know, setting goals, having that clear vision that helps you stay disciplined, showing up as much as you can, as often as you can, having that mindset and that lion's mentality. So what happens when you have a day, right? Like, let's say you show up and you have a day that you just are not maybe meeting your goals or mentally you're just feeling exhausted or physically I think something that's so important in being disciplined and having self-discipline is to give yourself grace on those days that you aren't able to give 100%. Have you ever had a day that you can look back on that you can say, okay, I gave myself grace here and it helped me, or I like forgave myself for not like being able to give hundred percent. Cause that's okay. Right. There there's definitely been days where, it's tough to get on the doors because it's either raining and it's been raining for the past two weeks or it's a hundred degrees outside and you don't want to be walking in the, the whole entire day, sweating bullets and everything. That's when you come to realize that, that it's okay to fail and it's okay to not reach your goals because failure is a part of learning. You have to fail in order to succeed. Yeah, exactly. Like failure isn't the opposite of success, right? It's part of it. Exactly. Something that we watched in one of our training, in one of our training meetings here, since I've been in Fort Worth, we watched a video about Kobe Bryant, uh, late Kobe Bryant and the Mamba mentality and everything. He was on a talk show. I can't remember what talk show, but the lady asked him, like, how do you see failure? She, she kind of, in, in, in that sense, she asked him, what is failure to you? And Kobe Bryant said, in essence, not exactly word for word, but he said, failure doesn't exist. Like for me, failure doesn't exist. He says, yeah, we're not going to reach our goals. Yeah, we might have some shortcomings sometimes. The only way that you fail is if you don't get back up and try again the next day and you don't try to become better and you don't try to reach your goal again. But that's the importance 
Um, Steve Harvey, he also talked about once, um, when you fail, don't just get right back up and say, all right, let's go on to the next one. When you fail and you're in the dirt, stay in the dirt for a second. Stay in the dirt and reflect on what you did. Reflect on what didn't go right. And then once you realize what you didn't do right, that's when you get up. You say, okay, I'm going to do this different now. And this is going to help me succeed. The only way that you fail is if you don't allow yourself to progress. Tell me a little bit about what it was like for you wrestling in high school. Okay, I know a lot of this story, but I want to hear this story from you. Okay, tell me about the goals that you had and the ways that you stayed disciplined to reach those goals. Well, I mean, in high school, just about every single kid has the goal of being a state champion. So obviously going into my freshman year, I had high expectations. I was like, I want to be the first four-timer in Star Valley history. I want to do it. I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I'm going to get it done. First year comes along. I'm weighing a whopping 110 pounds. A kid cuts down. (laughs) A whopping 110. Oh, yeah, a whopping 110. And this one kid who is a junior, he cuts down to 106, and he beats me out of the varsity spot. So I bump up a weight class. I get that varsity spot at 113. So it was, it was a kind of a thing that we had to do just for the benefit of our team and everything. Um, so I ended up giving up a few pounds to some guys, and and I ended up taking third at the state tournament, which was, I, I guess it was pretty good for a freshman. Um, obviously, it wasn't my goal. I came, I came short of my goal. I took third place, and I wasn't complacent with that. I wasn't satisfied with third place. I was like, okay, what do I need to do now? Take that next step and be a state champion the next year. Next year comes around. I'm cutting a lot of weight. I'm a skinny kid. How much weight were you cutting your second year? I was cutting about 10 pounds. So I was cutting from like 125 to 113. But here's the deal. Gavin literally has like 0% body fat. (laughs) So he had like hardly anything to cut at this point. So I I cut all year, make it to the state tournament. I make it to the state finals. And I end up wrestling a kid that I wrestled early in the year. I had beat him in overtime. And I end up losing to him by one point in the state finals. And I just remember I was devastated. I remember thinking to myself, like, that whole year was just a waste. And I felt like nothing really mattered. But that's where it comes back to you can't be complacent. And so I was like, so once I realized that I was down, I was in the dirt for a while. And I looked at what I had to do to, to make it to be a state champion the next year. And we started the process all over again. Just about the same story next year as a junior. Cutting some weight. It was a tough year. Tough cut. And make it to the state finals. Same story. Lose by one point. And so at this point, I'm thinking, man, it doesn't even freaking matter. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm just going to lose. I wasn't meant to be a winner. I started having a lot of negative negative self-talk then I realized that's what was going to be the difference my senior year my mindset had to be the difference I had to realize and tell myself that I was the king of the jungle so my senior year started doing a whole bunch of mental toughness exercises I remember day in and day out it was it was a lonely year people would always tell me during wrestling season they thought I was depressed because I wouldn't talk to anybody I would walk from class to class they wouldn't see me during lunch I'd go to practice and I'd go home and just do my thing. But success can be a dark and lonely place. And in order 
and I realized that in order to reach my goal, I needed to go to that dark and lonely place. I remember day in and day out, I would go to my, our dad's an English teacher at the high school. Um, so I remember day in and day out, just every single day of the wrestling season, I would go into his classroom with my four ounces of chicken salad or tuna salad that I could eat for lunch. And we would do mental toughness exercises. We would do, we talk about mindset strategies, how I could have the edge mentally on my competition and came up to the state finals and I basically pinned my way through the state tournament and I'd finally reached my goal and I was a state champion. So after all those failures, like I'd, I'd finally come out on top, but I realized that I couldn't be complacent with that. I mean, that's, that's my high school story. Obviously the goal is always to keep becoming better and to keep progressing, but that's, that's my high school story, I guess. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that and being vulnerable enough to share your story and how you were able, like, this was literally over years and years, like a span of years of time before you reached this goal. And I remember, you know, watching you go through this process, kind of the first couple of years of your high school experience and just thinking, wow, like this kid wrestling is tough. Okay. (laughs) If you don't, if you've never watched wrestling or if you, you know, haven't ever been really surrounded by wrestlers and what that's like, holy cow, it is stinking tough. And so I was, I admired you so, so much. And I just remember looking up to you so much and thinking, holy crap, this kid is so disciplined. Like in the summer, every day he's going to work out every single day of the school year, he's going to work out one, two, maybe even more times in a day, just trying to get, you know, not only to peak physical condition, but mentally, like you said, and here's the cool thing about this folks. Like it doesn't just have to be for sport or for, you know, occupation to make money. You can be disciplined in all aspects of life to reach whatever goals that you have and show this same type of tenacity and the same type of resilience. And like you said, Gav, like not being complacent, something that I guess really quick to kind of take it back for a second. I remember watching Gavin and thinking to myself, how does he do this? Like, where does he find the motivation every day to go and, you know, tackle these goals and strive and just work his butt off for these goals. And I remember sitting and thinking like, how does he keep finding the motivation? How does he keep finding the motivation? Like, I just don't have that kind of motivation and I don't understand. So now we're going to air out my dirty laundry and basically say that like, sometimes I suck at being motivated, but here's the deal. I realized, and this is what's helped me since like January to kind of, you know, get on this own path. Cause you can start, you know, whatever your goals are, you can start whenever you want to start and whenever you feel ready. And I came across this quote that says, you will never always be motivated. So you must learn to be disciplined. And I'm sure that I've seen quotes like that, you know, forever for quite a while, but it finally clicked that motivation is different than discipline, right? You're never always going to be motivated. And so that's why you have to be disciplined, even though motivation does help right? Motivation totally helps, but discipline is really where you dig down and you just do it. So just speaking of motivation, even though, like we said, it's not everything, it does help. So what are some things, Gab, that you do or people that you watch or qualities in certain, you know, in others that you see that helps motivate you? Qualities that I see in other people that help motivate me would be when people have a vision. 
um, when people are confident in themselves and obviously when people have the lion's mentality, when people believe in themselves and they're confident in themselves enough to respect themselves and realize that there's a bigger why. Being on your own, just, just doing stuff for yourself isn't going to take you a whole long way. A lot of people, a lot of people, when they do things, they think, what am I doing this for? Like, what does it even matter? What, what do I need to do to be better? What, what type of thing should I do? When you shouldn't be asking like what you should be doing, you should be finding the why and asking yourself why and finding that deeper purpose and finding your purpose in life. So when people understand that why of why they're doing something, when I see that quality in people, that's what motivates me to find my why. Obviously, it's always going to be greater than just yourself. It has to be greater than making money. It has to be greater than, oh, just winning that state championship. Oh, just winning the national championship. There always has to be something greater. And when you can realize what that is, what your purpose is, and what your why is that's greater than yourself, that's when you can really find motivation. For example, one of one of the managers here on our team, his name's Cam Alt. A shout out to Cam. He's a freaking beast. But I really look up to Cam. Cam's super awesome. And I feel like he understands his why. He and he's confident in himself. He does everything right. I know there's been nights here. I've only been here for like almost five weeks, but there's been so many nights where me and one of my me and my roommate will be in there and talk with Cam and just soak in all the knowledge that he has to give us because we can see it in him that he's a motivated person and he's so disciplined and he understands his why. There's something greater than just him. And that can be your family, that could be kids, that could be your future family, it could be some goal you're working towards, some nice new car, whatever it is. When you can understand your why and what your purpose is, that that's really what gets me motivated. Gavin, I just want to say that it's so cool, you know, hearing these stories that you have and hearing about people in your life that motivate you because you are a person that motivates me so much with your discipline. So thank you for sharing. And I know that you're going to be motivating these listeners. Okay. For the final segment of this episode, <laughs> for the final segment of the episode, we're going to do what's called a high, low cheer. Um, like I've mentioned before, I stole this from Julie Foudy um, from her podcast, Laughter Permitted. Shout out to that podcast. So we're going to do the high, low cheer. And Gavin, the high, low cheer goes like this. You're going to share your high of the week, your low of the week, and a person that you're cheering for or someone that you're grateful for. The high of my week. The high of my week was probably at a training meeting that we just had yesterday morning. And it also has to go along with, with the low of my week. It was, it all happened so fast. It, it was all, all simultaneous, basically. Like, it all happened within the span of like two hours. <laughs> so it was pretty insane. Anywho, my high was probably sitting down, watching, watching a video that our manager had us watch it talked a lot about finding your why not caring what other people think not just doing something for yourself but understanding your bigger purpose I had a lot of time to reflect on my strengths and I had a lot of time to reflect on my weaknesses and those are both super important things that you can do because when you're aware of both of those things 
when you're aware of your strengths, you can keep working on them and keep them having them be your strengths. And when you're aware of your weaknesses, you can work on those things even more and have them become your strengths. So I had a lot of time to reflect and I came out of that meeting so motivated that I wanted to go freaking hit the doors. I wanted to start a business. Me and my roommate, we talked, we've been talking a lot about just like starting our own thing, starting our own brand, the Lions mentality. I think that was the high of my week. I got to sit down and reflect on myself and my life and my highs and my lows, my strengths and my weaknesses. My low this week was two hours later, (laughs) two hours before. Oh, before. before. So my low is actually before my high, but I shared the high first. Anyway, so the low, so it was Tuesday, Monday, I I did my morning routine and everything. Tuesday, my alarm's going off at 5.30 in the morning. And I remember waking up to it. Sometimes I have a tough time waking up to it. And my roommate, he just shouts my name. He's like, Gavin. And I roll over and I turn off my alarm and I usually get right up. But that morning, I don't know what it was. I felt so unmotivated and just kind of having all of those same feelings that I'd had those three years that I'd lost in the state finals. What does it even matter? I've been doing all this stuff, but what does it even matter? Like I'm not progressing. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any progress. I'm not making any forward movement at all. And I just felt so low and I was like, screw it. And I just, I turned off my alarm and I went back to sleep and I just felt so crappy because I, then I woke up at like nine 30 and I was like, all right, I'm going to roll out of bed now, go to my meeting, I guess, and just go through another day of knocking doors. And I was just planning on rolling through the motions, but then the high happened. And so that was super awesome. And then your cheer, then was, someone that you're cheering for or somebody that you're grateful for. And there's just so many people that I'm cheering for. Shayla, I'm cheering for you. I love you so much, Shayla. I, I think it's awesome that you had me come on this show and freaking, I just think it's funny how you say on the podcast and everything that you look up to me and everything when I feel like I'm the one that looks up to you and you, you're going to, you freaking graduated from college. You just got a job as a music teacher. You've had all these things going for you. And I just think it's so awesome. And I think you're following your dreams, which is so cool. And like, cause I want to follow my dreams. Like you follow your dreams. Like you found your passion in music and you're following that. And I think that's so freaking amazing. Um, and sometimes I find myself, I'm thinking, what am I passionate about? Like, I don't even know if I'm passionate about anything. I'm cheering for you, Shay. I freaking love you. And I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. I hope everything works out for you. I hope your your job as a music teacher is so freaking awesome and you love every day of it. And I love you. Oh, Gav. How am I supposed to edit this teary sound out of my voice? Have you being so nice? <laughs> Tell me what to say and I'll end it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kevin's like, okay, bye. <laughs> uh thanks gab that's so nice of you so nice of you (coughs) all right gavin thank you so much for joining you guys i love my brother he's the bomb such a stand-up guy and i'm not like i said just saying that because i'm biased so thank you so much for being on go sleep and brush your beard do you do that sure do
Nice. Killing the game. <laughs> I love it. Gav, you're the best. Thanks so much for being on. Awesome. Yeah, thanks a ton for having me on here, Shay. Lions mentality. <laughs>